Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, are your hands dirty enough? And Arturo, when you sent this over to me, it put a smile on my face because it resonated so much with me in my mindset, in my philosophy for the ways that I lead. Can you dive a little bit deeper into sort of why you wanted to talk about this? Well, I think it's something super top of mind for me right now. And I think it's probably very top of mind for, for a lot of uh, leaders right now. Just the circumstances and the world we're living in right now is, is causing a lot of people to, uh, you're either going to sink or swim. And so, um, you know, part of that, part of that swim mentality is to, is to make sure that you're uh, working, you know, probably harder than you ever have and, and working um, smarter than you ever have. And, and some of that requires some real visibility into the business and real visibility into your team. And, um, and I think that a lot of people just don't understand that if they're not working in the trenches, if they're not at the ground level, that they're not going to really get the perception of the business that's required. I mean, so everybody, you know, there's a lot of leaders and a lot of people that are top, top lot. Sorry, I got some, some action in the background, but uh, a lot of leaders right now, I think um, are starting to realize that this 30,000 foot view is, is, you know, potentially fantasy. You know, you can fly over a war-torn country and it can look beautiful, you know? And so you need to be on the ground and you need to take moments to actually spend time on the ground so that you actually really understand what's going on. And so I think that right now in this environment where the world is causing a lot of businesses to have to shift and to evolve, I mean, again, again, we're staring down the barrel of this, uh, of, you know, of this, this pandemic that's coming back and it's already influencing a lot of things, certainly in, in the businesses that I have. And I think r- really globally across the board, it's, it's a topic of conversation. And so right now there is no playbook for entrepreneurs and leaders. And so the, the, the fastest, quickest thing <clears throat> that I think provides solutions, one, to, to provide some comfort to the team and also to give you visibility into your businesses to make sure that you are, your hands are dirty. You got to get to work. And there's three things that I just wrote down as you were saying this that uh, highlights the importance <clears throat> of getting your hands dirty. Number one, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, empathy. One thing that I always like to do as a leader, I never ask someone to do something that I have never done before because I understand what it's like to be in that position. And of course, that's not an absolute, but it's pretty close to it in terms of the things that you understand or that you're willing to do. And then number two is with the way that the world and entrepreneurship and business has changed, so many people want to rest on their laurels the way that things have always been done. And sometimes we can get high up on our perch where we've got our team doing everything. We're delegating everything. And by design, you know what? I've outgrown getting my hands dirty. I'm now to the point where I'm sitting in this royal throne where I feel like I've deserved to be in the position where I am. And that is a mindset you cannot have because the number three thing is growth. 
If we want to grow right now, you need to be willing to do everything you can in your power to grow, including getting your hands dirty and doing the things that others aren't willing to do. Because the thing that I love about this, if we think about competition, is the person who's competing with you willing to do the things that gets their hands dirty? And I would like to say the majority of people are not willing to do that, even business owners. So this time right now is gonna weed out of a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of businesses who say, you know what? I'm gonna make an excuse for why things are not moving forward in my business, as opposed to saying, as a leader, I'm willing to get my hands dirty. And if I gotta go to the ground level, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of draws on the, on the grit piece, you know, it's, I think, I think the biggest thing is not, it's not people that are, they're not willing to, they're not afraid of the time commitment. I think they're just af afraid of what it feels like to be, you know, quote unquote human again, and what it feels like to, to do things that, Hey, I haven't done that in 20 years. Well, you know, it, it's, if you really want to survive, you're going to do things that, that make you uncomfortable. And we talked about that in, you know, in previous episodes and, and, and kind of forcing yourself to do things that, that make you uncomfortable to kind of strengthen yourself a little bit. But, you know, I think you, you're going to get some real um, visibility. You see things differently when you're, when you're on the ground and you hear things that you, you may not hear from, from, you know, from other methods, you know, in terms of, you know, distancing yourself from the bit, from the business. I think you also make a real, real impact. I mean, smart leaders and smart entrepreneurs are evaluating the business on a daily basis and making, you know, quick decisions. I mean, in, in the world that I, that I live in, in, you know, hospitality, aviation, and, and some, some marketing aspects, if, if you're not making moves on a daily basis, then you're, you're kind of, you, you're potentially putting yourself at real risk. And so it's a constant, constant tweak. And so if you're, if you're able to really understand what's going on and you have a greater capacity to make, make an impact. The other thing is that um, the shift you're able to, again, you know, you can shift and you increase agility by, by being present. And then last, I mean, you're going to build some real trust. Trust is a real important factor in, in, in any business. And I think that, you know, the, 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 the people that were leading and the people that were employing, they're not necessarily seeing the world differently. They're reading the headlines. They're seeing the concern. They're seeing issues within the business. And if they don't think that their leader or the person that's driving the business is going to be driving them in the right direction, you're going to have some real challenges with retention and some other issues. And I think this is something that is so important for culture. And we're talking about this now, given everything going on in the world, but I believe this is almost an absolute in general in good times and bad times, because if your team can see you as a leader being willing to get your hands dirty or to be there, I love what you said about having your uh, boots on the ground because the things you can hear and see in the communication, because so often it's these, we're fighting for these little inches as business owners of things that we can improve and communication and listening are two of the things that we can do on the ground level to say, hey, what can be done to fix a problem that you're having? Or you may not realize something if you're not down on that level because you're sitting so high up on the perch. 
Yeah, and I think you know. Listen, I think this is applicable to people that are that are living in the digital world right now. There's some some businesses that are completely remote, and you know, you know, I think my experiences and my some of these analogies are drawn into from you know having brick and mortar and having kind of physical presence and interaction with with my employees. But I think that there's there's certainly it, to me it's about being active. Are you active enough? Are you asking the right questions? Are you doing the right research? Are you supporting in a way that uh, would be more of a uh, of a teammate role rather than a boss role? And so these are these are things that I think are are really transferable, really across all platforms and across all businesses. You just have to be an active leader and supportive in a way that's going to move the business forward, culture forward, and and allow you to actually make decisions on behalf of the business that are swift. I'm curious your thoughts on how you can help lead your team to have them get their hands dirty as well, because certainly you can lead by example and do it. But let's talk about not everybody may necessarily be willing or interested in doing it where how can we build this culture to say, listen, everyone now wants to get their hair should want to get their hands dirty on this so as leaders we take ownership of absolutely everything but not everybody's willing to get comfortable so what suggestions do you have for leading your team to help them get comfortable with getting their hands dirty yeah i mean i think it starts first with with you know obviously the lead by example uh component i mean that that really is gonna have a strong impact on culture i mean you're gonna really see things transform um, in a, in a very nice kind of progressive way when people are seeing, you know, the boss, the leader, the guy that they, you know, uh, look up to or, or, or don't, but seeing this individual, um, active in the business and doing things that, uh, you know, maybe this person shouldn't be doing, but I think, um, I think that's, that's a real critical piece. The other thing I think that leaders should understand is that not everybody is going to conform. And that's another reason why you have to have your hands dirty. It's it, the, the life, the life or the success of the business is, is going to be dependent on the output. And so if there are people, you know, kind of the assessment of that individual and that individual's work output aside, you got to do whatever it takes to make sure that the business is successful. So if that person is not pulling their weight in this immediate instance, sometimes it takes an individual to get themselves involved and make sure that it go, goes across the finish line. And so in, in a lot of those times, end up being breakthrough moments for those potential individuals that just are, you know, that are falling behind. They, they see somebody that, you know, they, they find it that there's empathy involved there, that there's care involved, that there's humility involved. And certainly that there's um, uh, I think energy and zeal towards, towards getting, getting something done. I mean, that's, you know, people can gravitate towards, towards those things. Arturo, I'm curious from your perspective, being in the hospitality side of things, so often now when we look around, we're seeing a lot of help wanted signs where it's actually hard to get people to want to go back to work. Nonetheless, saying, all right, now that you're back at work, we're also going to be looking to have you do more or get your hands dirty. And I'm curious if you can share any insight from your perspective that might be able to help others around this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a critical thing. I mean, we, we, it's it's happening nationally, and it's not even just happening in hospitality. I think we're we're seeing a, a, a labor shortage really across multiple industries. But I, I think 
I think transparency, you know, uh, on the front end, you know, certainly the conversations that I'm having with with people as we're as we're trying to onboard them or even um, interview them is is really just painting the picture of of this is what this is what this is who we are. This is what it's like, um, and and making sure that we can provide them with as much information on the front end so they can make their decisions. Because um, I think it's important. I think it's important to buy bring people on the team immediately, especially in, in some of these critical periods um, that that have somewhat bought in, you know, that have somewhat bought into at least what you're, and you have to be honest, you can't be painting a picture that doesn't exist. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to show them the good, the bad and the ugly and, and say, here's, here's, here's who we are. And here's, here's what we do. It's, a, it's almost like a marriage, right? You got to be really transparent with, with each other in order for it to work. But I think, um, I think the other thing, again, you know, retention people, what I've, what I've started to see is that we've had some real um, contributors, some team contributors that are bringing others to the fold. And so that happens when people feel safe, that, that happens when people feel like their voices are being heard. That happens when, when people are seeing success. It's, it's rare that people are recruiting other people to a sinking ship. You know, it, you you don't want to do that. you don't want to do that, and so, um, you know, a lot of these factors of of getting to work, getting your hands dirty, and um, uh, you know, joining in with the team is is something that I would recommend that, that everybody obviously do one for the for the success of their business, but two for the culture that it brings. But at the core of it, I think it's transparency is what people are asking for and what they really want. The other thing is, I mean, you got to be competitive. You know, you, th- there's a whole conversation of you know where we where we land with with wages and and how we um, create environments that are, um, I think, uh, exciting and attractive for people. And so, um, but but culture is a big thing. One thing I'm seeing in my <laughs> coaching business that seems to be prevalent across the board is actually a lack of culture right now. So as it relates to hiring, you're bringing people on. Uh, there is because there can be a shortage of help or so many things going on where revenue goes down. So now the people who are in leadership are focusing on other thing, other things in culture is the thing that is starting to really fall down for a lot of companies. And it's a super slippery slope because I was talking to a friend of mine. I ran in on the street and at one point a year ago, he was really focusing on uh, culture and building it up in his company. So I was excited to talk to him about it. And I was like, dude, how's the stuff with the culture going? And he's like, honestly, our culture is toxic right now. And I was like, whoa, what happened? And he's like, I just don't have the time right now to invest in the building of the culture because we're also bringing on so many people at once. And I heard this and it crushed my heart because he didn't have a system and process for how to duplicate the culture to allow them to onboard the right amount of yeah. people. And I'm seeing this a lot because whether you're working remotely or sort of a little in office, a little out of office, if you're not investing or doubling down on culture right now, you're seeing a lot of turnover and that's what's happening in his company and a lot of others. 
that people are leaving jobs that they liked because they realized the culture of where they were is not what they dream of having. And if a company isn't quick to address or one, identify it, but then to address it, they're going to keep having this turnover and no company wants to have this churn of employees because their culture is toxic when they don't read what well, they realize, but they're not doing anything about yeah. fixing the culture. Yeah. I mean, you know, there people are talking about the great resignation, you know, so many people are just putting in their, their notice and their, you know, whatever they're going to do. Um, you know, I think people are understanding different levels of freedoms right now, but you know, to me, cultures is, I mean, what, what is it at the end of the day? Is it, is it a person? Is it a set of values? Is it, um, you know, I think that the, the idea of culture, I think is coming into question right now in a, <clears throat> in a big capacity because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, people are questioning, Hey, we're not in the office. So we're, we're lacking culture. I think it's, I think it's a, it's a really, it's a really interesting subject because again, it's, if you're, if you're hiring the wrong people right out of the gate, um, <clears throat> I think that you're never going to have the environment or the workforce that you really, really want. So I think that there needs to be emphasis really on the, on the, on the front end, but then, you know, as much time as I've spent over the years, really trying to emphasize uh, hiring in the way that we hire, we've also made some, some, some bad hires and, and it just, it just, it just happens. And so that, that's just the nature of the beast. I think it's, I think anybody that feels helpless right now needs to really kind of reprioritize where they're spending their time. And, 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 and again, sometimes it, it requires, you know, <clears throat> you moving off this, uh, you know, taking a step out of the, uh, the white ivory tower and getting down on the ground and, and getting your hands dirty. It's, it's, uh, unfortunately, again, it's some people are very uncomfortable with doing things that um, are perceived beneath them. And and you know when you're when you're when you're if if you're a CEO of a huge publicly traded company, you you you've got people to answer to, and so you've got to you've got to, you've got to make some some changes, and you got to create results. If not, you're going to be replaced. I think it's the same for small business, though. Too, I think you you have um, whether it's you know, you got to answer to your mortgage payment, your car payment, or, you know, some other form of pressure that that's sitting on top of you. I think people just need to give it, give it a shot. If you're feeling some real uh, interesting pressures in your business, I think you need to ask yourself, are you, are you involved enough where you're, because I, I also, I also still subscribe to, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Unfortunately, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of delegating and I'm a big fan of, of trust and, you know, how you develop other people underneath you. But if, if you're feeling that things aren't getting done the right way, then, um, you know, excuse my French, but you better get your ass in there and get it done. Well, yeah. And I love what you said, because I would think, number one, I'm going to do it myself. Number two, I'm going to create the system and process. And then number three, I'm going to delegate it because now I've got the perspective of what can be done to duplicate that result. So let's get yeah. to the action item or the takeaway in Arturo. The favorite, my favorite thing you said happened at the end of this episode. You said reprioritize where you are spending your time. And I feel like this is so important, both in culture as well as getting your hands dirty, because so many people may be used to spending their time at something higher level when right now what is necessary 
is getting your hands dirty. What about you? What's your action, action item or takeaway from today? I mean, I think, you know, people need to um, understand that there needs to be a, a balance of working on the business and working in the business, you know? And so what I mean by that is that um, I think it's critical. I think it's important that people actually spend time really, um, you know, strategizing, forecasting, looking at the future and, you know, evaluating the business, even in, in its real time. How did we perform yesterday? How did we perform last month? The other thing is that's, a, that's important is, um, is for people to work in the business. And that means to work with your team, you know, at all, at all, you know, different levels. And, you know, I forgot the name of the show, but the, you have this show it's where CEOs come in and they disguise themselves and they come and they work the forklift for a couple of days in this huge factory or whatever. And they see things that they've never, ever seen before. And so I think it's critical to take kind of the lead of the premise of that, that show and everything that we've discussed in this episode that, People need to spend time working on their business, but they also need to spend time working in their business. Absolutely love it. And we want to hear from you. How does this concept of are your hands dirty enough resonating with you? Is this something that you're applying to your business on a day-to-day -day basis? Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? Best place is going to be on LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez, LinkedIn. And on my end, you can hit me up on LinkedIn or Instagram at Rob Cressy. You can also head to robcressy.com. I've got a ton of resources around leadership, brand building, and personal development.